1: <laughs> Did you put notes on every drive or what? No, no, no. no? I stopped
0: after, okay. about, after about the third drive for okay. each team. But All right. All right. The sec- I'll give you the second drive real quick. Pitch and catch down the field for Mahomes. He does whatever he wants. Uh, ends with a four-yard flip pass to uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire for a touchdown. Then here's the best part. <laughs> At this point, Butker, their kicker, is injured, and he gets carted to the back. Okay, is that what happened? Yeah. I didn't, got- I didn't
1: catch that. I, I saw somewhere that uh, somebody else was kicking for Butker. But
0: yeah. He came back in, though. I Yeah, he did come back, but I didn't see what he got hurt for, but he got carted off. Okay. And so at this point, to make things worse, and, and, and what also makes things worse is, and there's no way this is ever going to change, so right away I want to nip this in the butt because I know fans get pissed off about this. Yeah. There was a ton of Chief fans in the building. Sorry, dude, so many listen. I'm gonna put this to bed because every year when this happens, fans get really upset and they say, Why do fans sell their tickets? I'm just gonna break this down for you because we do this when we go on the road. If your team is only coming to that city once in an every eight year, 16 year span, you're going to pay whatever it costs to get tickets to that game. It's just the reality. Cardinal fans have eight, nine home games, well, eight home games this year to go to. So ultimately, are they going to sell their Chiefs? Of course. And that's what's just going to happen. That You don't have enough loyalty yet as a fan base. I get we've been here forever, but we haven't won consistently ever. And so until we do that and you build that generation of Cardinal fans that will not sell out no matter what, this is what it is going to be. So, so this is the best part of the game in my mind, and it's the most ridiculous thing. Their safety starts kicking the ball for them on kickoffs. And on his first kick, because Buckers out, yeah, he he kicks a touchback, and everyone you could hear all the Chiefs fans laughing. I mean, it was loud; like they thought it was the funniest thing. And my brother, who's sitting next to me, says, "The Chiefs are so good that even with their safety in there as the kicker, yeah. they do things great. I mean, shows, that's just, it just shows just depth, it man. Shows depth. Uh, yeah, it, it it shows a, well, a very, <laughs> very well coached team." Um, so after the first quarter, the Chiefs had 11 first downs and, uh, the Cardinals had three. So just to show you the the disparity between the two. So on the Cardinals second drive, and and I just want to highlight this one before we can get off of, of drive by drive, but their second drive was a scoring drive, which thank God because it was the only way they were going to keep it somewhat close in the first half. Uh, five minutes, 15 seconds, 75 yards, Murray to light the torch. Greg Dortch. Uh, Greg Dortch. I love Greg Dorch. I loved him in, in preseason. I was excited thinking that he might get some run when Rondell Moore got out. Uh, or when we were we were taping the other day and, and yeah. Rondell got the news came down that he hurt that got hurt. I, I don't like that Rondell got hurt, but I did like the idea that Greg Dorch was gonna get some exposure. Greg Dortch ended up being your top receiver today. I think he had sixty-three yeah.
1: yards. Sixty three yards.
0: Yep. Yep, sixty-three yards. Greg Dorch he gets open. He catches almost everything. I get he had one crucial drop uh, that that they reviewed. But ultimately, that guy is nails. And he has played his way in one game and through the preseason, in my mind, up the depth chart that over these next few, Rondo Moore needs to get healthy real quick. Because yeah. by the time Rondo Moore finally gets healthy, Greg Dortch might have already taken his spot. Yeah, he um, looked good we, today. Oh, he was—he was amazing. He was open all over the place. Uh, Murray had a 21-yard scamper, almost got in the end zone, uh, got pushed out, and then Con- uh, James Conner did what James Conner does—got yeah. a two-yard touchdown right up the middle. So for for that drive, so at that point, you're thinking, "Hey, Cardinals can can hang in this." Uh, they got a stop later on, which was awesome, right? They they uh, they had gotten that stop, and you were thinking, "Okay, maybe they can make a game. They could get a score here, and then ultimately, if they get a score." Then they'll go into halftime, down seven, and hopefully they can notch it up. Of course they did it. Mahomes gets some more points before the half. And it, it just that was the kind of day for the cards. Yeah. Mahomes had ended
1: with five touchdowns. Uh Murray was the leading rusher. You can't win with your quarterback being the leading rusher, right? We didn't commit I mean, to I, we we didn't commit to running the ball at all. That's because well, they stopped they stopped us every time.
0: I wouldn't say we they stopped us that. I mean,
1: it, Connor got the end zone, but I mean, where was the big run though? Murray was the the, the leading rusher with twenty nine yards. Where was the big I, run?
0: I, I guess here's my point. James Connor only had ten carries, and a bunch of them came yeah. in like the third quarter. So we didn't run that much in the first half. And I and I, I get it. You get down, so you start throwing a lot more to try to compensate. But. Uh, th- this offense does so much better when, when you commit to the run and, and they just don't do it in games like this. And, and then it opens up and then they can't run at all. Cause then they got to pass. Cause that's what they feel they got to do. But it, yeah. and you know what, I, one of my real frustrating things with this game and, and it, Oh, this is going to be a really mean take my frustration with Kyler Murray is I feel like you get to a point where he thinks we're out of it. This is just outside watching. I I just looking at his, his movement, his, his mannerisms, everything. It gets to a point where I just feel like he gets to a point where it's just like, well, it's over. You know what I mean? And it's, And it's not focused on like getting back in the game or, or trying to make some sort of comeback. I I just isn't, or even just trying to get better for the next game. And I know he would refute that. And he would say, no, are you kidding me? We get paid to do this. And you know, we play our hearts out till the end. He just doesn't give me that body language. And and that's always been my problem. And I'm not calling for his head. He just got a huge contract. I'm not going to start that train of like, Oh, should we have paid him? Should we not? Kyler is super talented, but, as he continues to grow as a leader and what we're looking for him to do as a leader, it it just, that part bugs me. And then just now I'm going to fire another bullet and, and cut me off at any point, Gunner, because I will just, I'm going to take out this whole team.
1: You are, you are a lifelong fan and I'm enjoying hearing your take on this and the, uh, the frustration that's coming out of you. So keep going, man.
0: I'm going to talk about Cliff Kingsbury. Okay. Cliff Kingsbury. Again, when we say this falls on the GM, it falls on the head coach, it falls on the quarterback, it falls on your left tackle, all these people that you paid, your running back that you paid a bunch of money. When I watched this team, and it just – there was a point where the Cardinals had the ball, and it was like third and minimal yardage. And Murray just does this like real quick throw up to it was a designed obvious play where it was a, a throw up to AJ Green on the right side, like 15 yards down the field. They needed like three yards and they're throwing it down the field. And It's just like, man, it just looks like you've thrown in the flag like you're done. And ultimately you're just doing whatever and hoping it works. And the last time I feel like felt like that for this team was in that stretch last year, going into the playoff game, was it just felt like when they get their ass kicked, they just start throwing the ball wherever, and it is what it is. And it's just like, whatever, we're we're out of it, screw it. And uh everyone, not everyone, but people describe Cliff Kingsbury as this offensive genius. And there's times of brilliance where he'll do like a trick play or or something like that. And I don't know what it is. Is it a disconnect between Cliff and Kyler where Cliff's genius doesn't work because Kyler doesn't listen or what is it? And and part of me think that the reason I say that is because I think that's kind of what it is because when you look at the off season and when he had Kyler calling plays, I almost felt like that was a way for Cliff to show Kyler like, Hey, it isn't so easy. Is it? Yeah. Like, yeah, as much as it was some education for Kyler to get better with the playbook and better with everything else, I still think it was part of, like, listen, I know what I'm doing. Like, you should listen to me more. And it's just – it's, I don't like that relationship, and that's where it's like I almost wish they would have paid Kyler but not Cliff uh, and waited. Let let me ask you about the second half, though.
1: I mean, the 21 points, I mean, that's that's decent. I mean, they scored the, the majority of it, you know, in the second half. You know, and then finally they just waved the white flag in the fourth quarter and put in McSorley.
0: In the second half, you were already down. Uh, I know, But, I mean, you, you, know, you can't blame that on the
1: offense, though, right? I mean, the defense didn't do anything.
0: Well, but then that's it where you go to. Th- this is where you go to whose fault is it? Is, is it Vance right. Joseph with the defense? I mean, he does have some top draft picks. He does have uh, two all-pro potential safeties. He's got talent on that team. But at the end of the day, does he have enough talent on that team, what, right? He was
1: injured on the defense, though. Was anybody injured on the defense? Yeah, J.J. J., J. J. Watt wasn't playing. Oh, that's, uh, right, that's right. So, but uh, but do, you, do you attribute it to that, though, with J.J. J. Watt uh, being out? Is that why we couldn't stop the Chiefs?
0: Uh, I think I saw earlier the last time we won at home was when J.J. J. Watt played. So let's put it that way. I, I mean, it's been a long time since we won back uh, at home, yeah. um, and, and that to me could be that leadership, but so dating back to last season, Vance, Joseph, Vance Joseph's uh, defense has allowed 30 plus points in four of their last six games. So this team, yes, it's different than last year, but his defense had these same problems last year. So as much as I want to point the finger at Kime for not giving him the tools, Vance Joseph was considered for a head coaching job this off season. Like at what point Vance... Do you fall on the sword as well? So yeah. well, was considered, it,
1: but why didn't they pull the trigger? Did they see something that uh, ultimately decided that he wasn't the man?
0: Well, he got an interview with another team, uh, not necessarily right. the Cardinals, but well, I, I, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm sure. Maybe I mean, maybe they saw that epic collapse, and yeah. uh, you know, we'll never know that. But uh, ultimately, it just. It, it, I, I mean, think now, now that you paid Cliff, now that you paid Kime, and now that you paid Kyler. They're not your fall guys. So when you talk about as if this season moves on like this, and I don't think it, listen, let me put it back in the positive here. This is the Kansas city chiefs, a team that you expect to be in the AFC championship game, fighting to go to the super bowl, right? This isn't the Carolina Panthers. you pay and play in three weeks, right? Um, you do have two tough games. Next, uh, the Raiders who also lost today. So yeah. We'll see how the Cardinals rebound, and obviously we're going to break that game down all this upcoming week. But ultimately, uh, this is the Chiefs. They're a powerhouse. They're a juggernaut. It's upsetting because you want the Cardinals to be in that caliber of team. You want them to be looked at like the Bills or the Chiefs or the Rams, right? Well, in two weeks, you're going to get to prove it with the Rams, right? You could yeah. see if you could hang with them. They lost this week. Next week, you're playing the Raiders. Yeah. They lost this week. Uh, the Panthers lost this week to the Browns. You have three teams coming up next that all lost this week as well, right? Yeah. So ultimately, we'll get to see how bad is this defense because really, I, you're playing a, a surgical magician and Patrick Mahomes this week. So yeah, I know. But I mean,
1: as great as some of his throws were, there were so many players and wide open receivers. On okay. some of those uh some of those drives that the Chiefs had, dude. I mean, you're right. And I mean, and at
0: some at some at, at some point I'm giving them an excuse right now. But later on, you're gonna find out yeah. that ain't the excuse. Like you're gonna need to play or or if it becomes this every game, then Vance Joseph ain't gonna last till week six. Yeah, I'll play zero, that right now.
1: Zero sacks for the Cardinals
0: today. Zero sacks. Oh, let me give you let me give you this stat. Even better. <laughs> zero sacks. Uh oh, let me find it right. Here, Patrick Mahomes was blitzed on over half of his dropbacks, 54%, for the first time in his career. That's why I put on this blitz this t-shirt, Cardinals shirt, because we blitzed him 54% of the time. Uh, he threw a career-high four touchdown passes versus the blitz. That's the most in a game. In the next-gen stats era, that stat comes from uh, Mike Jarecki, a long-time long time Cardinal uh, beat writer. So thanks to Mike for tweeting that nugget out. But, um, yeah, I mean, we were blitz crazy. And the reason we are blitz crazy, right, because you let a Chandler Jones walk, which I'm not saying wasn't, was the wrong decision. It's not the wrong decision at all. Players get older. We wished that the the Cardinals would act more like the Patriots, like Bill Belichick, and let guys go when they get to that age where it's like, do you really want to pay them to be paying an older veteran at that point? Mm -hmm. You want to replace them with younger talent and and move your money around. You don't want to be tied in. Then again, we're tied into that money with J.J. Watt. So, I mean, tomato, tomato. But the whole point is you let him go and J.J. Watt's out. So, ultimately, you don't have a pass rush. You're relying on Marcus Golden, uh, you know who looked phenomenal today uh, at times, uh, Dennis Gardeck, the barbarian, as uh, Ron Wolfley would call him. Ooh, Gardeck, making blaze He, uh... Gardeck was all over the field. He caused that yeah. fumble at one point. Uh, uh, he at one point I almost had a sack on Mahomes that w- looked awesome. And he just he was all over the field. Gardeck plays with so much heart. He reminds me, and I, I don't want to get killed for this analogy, but uh, he reminds me so much of like a Pat Tillman. Just the heart he plays with. Uh, he he just he's all over the field, and and he doesn't quit. And, and a lot of people, when you look at a Dennis Gardeck, and you look at Uh, everything about him you're like this guy shouldn't be in the nfl he is because he works his ass off and he and he showed it today uh he's just such a, a a good player i mean gardek is is that you want you want a bunch of gardeks on your team because it's just what he does yeah